This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I'll let Corey uh, give us an idea of what uh, piece might be dropping coming soon on The Athletic, because I am fascinated by it, but I'll let him do it if he wants. Uh, But based on what you know right now, how close are we to having Vladimir Tarasenko don a hurricane sweater? You know, this whole um, agent swap thing is pretty indicative of a guy who thought there was a maybe a bigger market for him, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe there was a point there where the Hurricanes thought they could get a guy who, you know, maybe a little cheaper and a guy who wanted to win, and maybe that's not the case. Maybe <laughs> this is a guy who wants to see – how much money he can make. Now, that's not a knock on Tarasenko. I mean, he only gets so many years to make money, right? But yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to see if that pans out or not. And if it doesn't, you know, there's, you know, like I, I heard you in the lead-up, you know, there's still a move on defense to, to be made on somebody going out, and maybe you can bring somebody in with whoever you send out. So there's, um, there's options for sure. And cap space is, like, you know, Don Waddell said, cap space is gold, and they've had it all off season. Yeah, they have they have weaponized their cap space right now, based on the roster. And there's a bunch of uh, rookies who who are listed on their cap hit that may not ultimately be on their cap hit. The Hurricanes probably have about five million uh, to play with, but that's really shrunk by two and a half because D'Angelo is going to be here on Sunday. He'll be on the roster Sunday when that trade can. I guess by league rules be executed. Do you have, do you see any chance that that trade isn't done? No, from everything I understand, it's a, it's a done deal. And it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of an ill applied rule in this case. Um, it's letter of the law. Yes. They're supposed to wait a year because of contract retention, but, um, you know, it, different GM, you know, he played an entire year there in Philadelphia. This isn't like they signed him and then immediately sent him right. back. Um, so by all accounts, it's it's going to happen. And, you know, you add a guy who can, you know, run your first or second power play, depending on, you know, if they were satisfied with Brent Burns on the top power play. Uh, and if something were to happen, you know, it's a guy who can move up the lineup and play with Jacob Slavin. So, um, you know, a nice bit of insurance at half the cost of, you know, what What he wanted. <laughs> yeah, Corey Lavalette from The Athletic and North State Journal is joining us here at Corey Love on Twitter. All right, let's get to uh, the part that's really sad. And I was, I was accused of being callous about the pending departure, and it does appear that that's going to be the case, of Brett Pesci. And I am nothing, I am in no way happy that Brett Pesci, who is an original member of the band, uh, I am in no way happy that, it it likely we likely have seen Pesci play his final game for the Hurricanes. What is what's what's the likely return for Brett? It just depends on what the Hurricanes are looking for. You know, I did I wrote a story a little while ago about what what the defense could look like if you know if Pesci has moved out and what that return could be. And essentially, it's been for guys in in a similar situation to him, which the two guys I, I targeted, I'm not saying they're the same players, were 
Um, Rasmus Ristolainen's trade to Philadelphia. He's a guy who had one year left on his deal mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know was looking for an extension and eventually got one. And then Jacob Truba going to um, the Rangers. So not the same types of player, but the same situation, similar age, all of that. And both those guys got first, you know, first round picks and kind of depth defensemen. And then in one case, uh, you know, one more dra- one more uh, draft pick in there. So if that's the route they're going, then, um, you know, you could get that kind of, I think, capital, especially considering his cap hit so good um, for this year at just over $4 million. Yeah. Um, if, they're, if they're looking for draft capital or, or something like that, certainly they don't need a depth defenseman with the way everything's shaking out. Um, but um, you could do that, or do, is this the move they use to try to go get, you know, if they're not going to get Tarasenko, can they get another forward uh, and do they make that Jordan Stahl line more of a fourth line? In which case, wow! Like <laughs> if all of a sudden that Jordan Stahl line is your essentially your fourth line, you're in pretty good shape. Corey Lavalette, North State Journal and the Athletic, is joining us here on the Adam Goldshire. Here's the thing about um, what they could do: whether it's Tarasenko or adding another top nine forward to the mix in any kind of a trade, um, that. You know, we, we, we look at these things. The Hurricanes, I said this to Greg Wyshynski yesterday. The Hurricanes, it's been like almost two decades since you've looked at the forward group and said, wow, that might be the best group in the league without having necessarily the superstar at the top, you know, the, the game changer at the top. If whether it's Tarasenko or somebody else playing on a third line, with whoever the center is, whether it's Jack Drury or a younger guy, and say Tavo Teravainen, I mean that's a that's about as good a third line as there is in the NHL. Yeah, and I mean there's a lot of potential to move things around. You know, we'll see how Michael Bunting fits, but I, I would assume, you know, he fits in the top six. And but you know who knows? You know, you never know how guys are going to fit until they until they play together. And um, you know, I, I still think we're going to see another step forward from Jesperi Kokinemi. And I still think there's another level for Andre Svechnikov yeah. too. And you just look at the whole lineup and you're just like, wow, there's a, you know, and I mean, this year is kind of the year to do this because it's, you know, you're going to have to pay Seth Jarvis. You're going to have to pay Martin Natchez or do something with each of those guys. So, um, you know, there's decisions to be made after this season, but um, right now, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty stacked. Yeah, I was just—I was trying to make out a depth chart, and the depth chart is just absolutely bonkers uh, at how many good players there are. Uh, Corey Lavalette, you know—you know about—you know the quality of uh, the prospects better than anybody that I talk to on a regular basis. How good can uh, Vasily Ponomarov be, uh, and can he be a center this year? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 
phone, 888-843-0013, or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I mean, I think they see him exclusively as a center. They were so impressed with how he played um, in the prospect tournament last year. Um, just for a guy who was just coming over to North America, um, you know, having just, you know, joined the, <clears throat> the North America the year before at the end of the year, really just uh, very responsible and smart and also, you know, has creativity to make plays and things like that. Uh, he's not a top six guy, at least not at this moment. You never know what could happen. Uh, but they don't need a top six guy. No. So, you know, I think it's really good. I mean, if, if the lines shake out the way we're talking about, maybe, and there's a winger added here, there's going to be a battle for, you know, who gets that other center role. Is it Jack Drury or is it Vasily Panamarov? And, you know, Jack Drury had a bit of a chance last year, maybe not as much of a chance as he thought he deserved. But, um, you know, the results were mixed, I would say. There were moments where he looked good. There were moments where he looked uh, a little overwhelmed, especially yeah. in the playoffs. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see. That's going to be a, a camp battle if things are the way they are. I, I think Panamarov is a... Um, you know, a really, really solid, solid young player. And, and, and I know the team, uh, the team is high on him. Uh, do you have any, uh, any qualms about, you know, Dmitry Orlov as a left defenseman playing maybe his offside uh, if Brett Pesci, if and when? Because I, I think we all agree Pesci is going to be moved. Uh, my understanding is they haven't really had any meaningful conversations about a contract extension with him, and I don't think they're going into the season. Uh, even though I would, if I were them, I wouldn't move him. I wouldn't. I don't think you're getting closer to winning a Stanley Cup by moving out Brett Pesci. Uh, but if if they're not improving their team, I wouldn't move it. But if they do, when they do, would you would you play Shea and Orloff together? It's it's interesting to think about. You know, Boston tried Orloff on his offside a little bit when he first went to the Bruins. Um, didn't last very long. He played with. Campus Lindholm on his offside for a while, and then they switched him over and play him with Charlie McAvoy to get him back on his his proper side. Um, you know, there's a, there's so many options. I mean, you obviously you feel like they're going to keep um, Slavin and Burns together. That seems like a, a good fit. So I don't think there's any reason to change that. But you know, you could go the route of we don't have a third pairing. We have two second pairings, and if you play. Brady Shea with Tony D'Angelo and Jalen Chatfield with Dmitry Orloff or, you know, flip those guys around a bit. There's a lot of options there. So, you know, I'd be interesting to see what they do in that realm because if it is, you know, Brett Pesci is the one who gets moved out, which, you know, to your point, you don't want to see a guy like that go, but um, you can't let your whole defense walk after next season. <laughs> you know, if, if you're, if you're committed to, even if you're committed to playing the year out with Brady Shea and letting him walk, you also have Chatfield, you have D'Angelo. Um, so they, they've got to be careful about, you know, ending up in a, in a vulnerable situation there. So uh, there's options, I think. And, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see where they go with all that. If they were to do something crazy and end up with Eric Carlson, it's like, could you almost shop Brady Shea and Brett Pesci as a pairing? Like, Hey, do you need a, sec- a <laughs> second pair? No two defensemen played together more over the last couple seasons than those two in all situations. They played more minutes together than anyone else. So uh, it'll be an adjustment period if they're not together for sure. But, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> but Orloff, they, they, uh, go ahead, finish. 
I was just going to say, Orloff's a monster. He's a, not the biggest guy, but uh, he's built like a fire hydrant. Yeah. And uh, he and Bunting both add a little more uh, a little more snarl, I would say. You know, not necessarily mean players, but they play tough. Yeah. No, that, that, that's what the Hurricanes have definitely missed. Real quick, before we have to say goodbye, um, how do you see goaltending <laughs> playing out? There are three NHL goaltenders on the roster. I know they can send Kachetkov to the minors and not have to worry about wa- a waiver claim. They still have that option, even though he has an NHL contract. Uh, but how does if all three are healthy, how does this work? Well, I mean, that's the problem is you don't have an AHL affiliate. So if you Don Waddell said he's got options of where he can send players if he needs to. The question is, do you want to hand over your quote unquote goalie of the future to a team who doesn't have his development in their best interest? Right. So, um, you know, I think it's going to I think it's going to be a competition. I think if Pyotr Kachekov outplays one or both of those other guys, he's going to he's going to play. And, you know, if you have to scratch Antti Ranta and not have him be, you know, if he's the number three goalie and you have to carry him on the roster. I mean, the problem is they don't really have a way to have that kind of number three that we've seen be so important lately in the playoffs um, because they don't have an AHL affiliate. There's not anybody like Alex Lyon who's going to want to sign with a team and then be like, all right, we don't know where you're going, but you're going somewhere. Um, Kachekov doesn't really have that option, as like you mentioned, he's a guy who's waiver exempt. Um, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see. You need the kid to play. The, the question becomes: Does he play in the NHL? And one of the other guys, you know, presumably Ranta, uh, yeah. if everybody's healthy, which is a big if. Um, so that, you know, there's options there, but uh, it's kind of a weird situation. It's really the only way they could find a legitimate number three goalie is to kind of do it this way. Corey Lavalette. North State Journal and The Athletic heading on vacation. You're going to miss prospect camp, man. I know it's going to hurt, uh, but I'm here and I'm going to miss prospect camp, so uh, it'll hurt me too. Um, I appreciate your time, my friend. As always, enjoy your little uh, your little jaunt, and uh, we look forward to reading the best 10 pl- – I'm, t- I'm giving it away – the best players who have done two tours at least uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes. I look forward to that list. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yep, we'll. Uh, I'll try to. I'm gonna try to get to the prospect turn. Uh, the prospect camp Tuesday. We'll see what happens. And uh, don't forget the. Uh, we'll see you over on Threads if this Twitter thing dies. Oh yes, We're all over Threads. Uh, i as I said before, I'm needling people on Threads. All right, Corey, I gotta go. <laughs> Take care, bud. You got it, Corey Lavalette from North State Journal and The Athletic. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. Go carry, where getting there is just a tap away.